Good morning, Russell. Thank Hello. you for coming to talk to us today. Um, this morning was an opportunity for hundreds of adoring fans to meet and chat with you face to face. It's part of the Irish Prize Festival, an annual week-long LGBT short film contest which attracts entries from dozens of countries worldwide with a top prize of £30,000 for the top film. From a cinematic point of view, this annual event, now in its 17th year, has helped put Cardiff and Wales well and truly on the global map, which is tremendous. Do you think, though, these days, queer cinema and television still has an important role to play? Oh, absolutely. I think you know, the heat that the world is in now, with the problems rising up everywhere, I think absolutely are. You just have to look at what a political flare point we are with with people picketing drag acts, then we're right in it. We're, we're hot, we're contentious, we're being talked about ridiculously. And so to place at a moment like this for Iris, the Irish Prize to stand up and represent queer people from all over the world is very important. It's very important to say that this is not just a film festival that takes place over two days. The work the Irish Festival does throughout the year in funding things and education and reaching out into the communities is a year-long strategy and it's very, very important. And it involves many, many LGBT actors, producers, yes. filmmakers, not just here in Wales, but across the world. Yeah, just in terms of footfall as well, it brings an awful lot of people from right across the world into Cardiff. You can go out there and meet people from Argentina and Japan and Asia, everywhere, all amazed by this beautiful city in beautiful weather's day. We've got Cardiff looking at its best. So it's great to show off the place like this. Yeah. And they will go home and they will tell people what a great place we are. It is, and it's now in its 17th year, so yes. it's growing every year. Yes, I was 25 when it began. That's my joke. But um, yeah, it does get better. It's worth it. This is the biggest prize for a short film in the world. In the world. It's an amazing thing. It is. I've been involved in part of it for many years. I, I've seen it grow from its early days when there were just a few hundred people taking part today. Such a wonderful event as we yes, have. Absolutely. It's proof that you know, work creates work and success creates success. This is great Cardiff success story. Over the years, you've been associated with many fantastic TV series, Queer as Folk, It's a Sin, Nolly. <laughs> Um, yes. To name just a few, what is your proudest moment? Actually, it's very simple. My proudest moment was actually it's a sin winning a national television. I thought that was a star, and that, that's the the awards on ITV, but they're voted for by the public. Because what I mean is, for drama about AIDS, that we all thought would be quiet and sad, that no one actually would want to see. Let's be. I used to tell friends I was writing a drama about AIDS. I, I I had to stop them rolling their eyes in front of me. How rude are my friends? They'd literally roll, oh, yeah, well done. They'd say it like that with a failing voice. Uh, because that's what people thought a drama like AIDS would be, sad and important, but nonetheless, hardly top of the list. So for that to become such a success, I'll never forget that moment in the O2. Um, sitting there with the cartman, that one, the National Television Award, that was a very, very lovely moment. I love that. I'm proud, I say I'm proud, I'm proud of the cast and I'm proud of everyone who worked with it. How, how important was it for you to tell a story about the way AIDS developed in the 80s? Well, vital. I mean, I lived through that. The, 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 what could be more important? And, the, the, and also, it's a story that's ongoing. HIV and, and AIDS issues are still rampant across the world, and still people still face prejudice here now. A friend of mine trying to adopt a baby, and, and three times in court his HIV status has been brought up. That's illegal. That's illegal. The three times that it's still a problem. It's still this little stigma. There's still rumor and gossip and ignorance. Um, so important then, important now, absolutely. And you said this morning that when you made the program, 
you didn't have the feeling that it was going to be a success on no. TV. No, simply because it's a very sad subject. It, 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 we were looking at an era in which it was practically a death sentence. Not always, but practically. And the situation is vastly different now. Now there's medicine, there's testing, there is hope, there is normality at the end of it now. That wasn't the case in the 80s. So we were looking at a show about the sad death of men and women and from, from that age. And, um, and don't, you just don't expect that to be a success. Frankly, we thought it was necessary. We had things to say about it. And we love making it, but the fact that an audience came to it is the great surprise of my life. Changing the subject slightly, you've gone on record as saying that you're a huge fan of soap operas. I am. And over the years that you work on Coronation Street, more lately with Nolly, um, from Crossroads, Noel Gordon, of course. Do you have time these days to watch (laughs) soap operas? Not as much, I've got to say. They should never have gone above three a week, and it shouldn't be six a week, in my opinion, but I'm an old man. Um... I do. Yes, yes, yes. I have my tea. And I said, watch the treat. And I think EastEnders is particularly good at the moment. I think that's on the rise. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, do you have a favourite soap? I'm kind of wedded to Coronation Street, to be honest. It's in my bones. I watched them yeah. unmasking a murderer last night. I had a real laugh at it. That was great. What do you think of current TV viewings at the soaps these days? However tremendous they are, all the audience figures are the lowest. Oh, yeah. We're kind of looking at the last 10 years of the soaps. It's interesting yeah. to see neighbours going on to freebie. Which seems to be working. It's interesting. People, are, I don't know if that's a comparative success or a big success. I can't quite tell because they don't release their figures. But interesting future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're certainly going to decline. Nothing's going to make the viewing figures improve. So you know, I think Hollywood has now moved online. It's a very interesting ten years to come. I wonder what will be standing at the end of that. Yeah. But nothing lasts forever. I mean, every art form wears out in the end. Or yeah. finds a different shape. Art forms don't wear out. They just mutate and. What they're not doing with the soap is mutating enough. They're just sticking rigidly to the old slots. Something entirely different. Would you ever consider taking part in Strictly? <laughs> Why are you asking me to dance? <laughs> well, yeah. I think with my arthritis, they'd have quite a show on that. So I think it'd be very hard. My so you turn it down, would you? <laughs> Don't even think. Yeah. <laughs> be honest. Yeah. You're back as the forerunner of yes. Doctor Who in its 60th anniversary year. Ironically, it started the same year you were born. It did, yes. And you're a proud Welshman from Swansea. <laughs> What's it like being back? Oh, lovely. And I'm very proud that it's from Cardiff, because uh, Terry Nation invented the Daleks. He came from Clandaff. So it's always had something Welsh right in its heart. So I'm delighted to be here. The best Welsh crews in the world making the show. It's very great to be making something like your, the, the work that comes out of the Irish Prize. Welsh yeah. stuff that gets seen around the world. That's brilliant. Yeah. Well, our listeners are all very excited because we've got David Tennant and Catherine Tate back. And we've got uh, Shooty coming back on as a new doctor on Christmas Day, I believe. Around Christmas no one's time. told you that. Festive. No. It's a festive around, episode. Around that time. So, should we say, it's all very exciting. Yes. Is there any, any secret? No, none no. whatsoever. Good luck. Your, your interrogation techniques are absolutely dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> you meant to trick me, lie to me, fawn to me. You didn't do I it. I won't tell anybody. <laughs> well, maybe that's true. What are your fingers like? <laughs> <laughs> maybe I can say it all. <laughs> it just put me Over the years, your career, you've done much to help the LGBTQ representation on screen. Was there ever a time you feared this would inhibit your career when you started out on that path? That never occurred to me. No, no, no. Because I know it's a whole world. Gosh, never. No, no, no. My God, if you ask me what the people have got to say about the queer community, I, I will die of old age before I have a chance to say everything I want to say. So, no, that's not a thought in my head about that. 
do you think um, that queer cinema and television is here to stay? Well, we're here to stay. So the, the, so yeah. the television and cinema that we make absolutely are. I, th I think you're asking, like, is there a day when we're going to become so accepted and so all, all our problems become so normalised that we're not worth singling out? And even that, I don't think, is true. It, it, it's like every, every aspect of us is worth singling out and celebrating. Um, I hope our problems become less. But then I think our stories have just become more and more interesting. So, nope. We're here for the long term. We're here forever. Russell Davis, thanks very much for your time today. Pleasure. Thank you, love. Yeah.